Stargazer time. Our weekly look into the massive universe around our ridiculously small planet, plus what to look for in our dark island skies. And as usual, we tap into the considerable expertise of Christopher Phillips. We're welcoming him back now. Hey, Christopher, welcome back. What's on the table this week? Hey, Dave. Good to be here. So this week, stargazers look out for the planet Venus in our evening skies just after sunset. It will be towards the southwest and will be incredibly bright. The moon this week will be a waxing crescent, becoming brighter as we approach the weekend. However, conditions will still be great for spotting those faint objects in the heavens. And this week, I understand you want to take a deeper look at a recent discovery of a number of exoplanets and add a little bit of context to that. Indeed. The announcement last week by NASA of the discovery of not one but seven planets a mere 39 light years from the Earth has caused an enormous wave of excitement to sweep across the globe. This discovery in the TRAPPIST-1 system has got both scientists and the public talking about Earth-like worlds, alien life, and sunsets on distant planets. It's historic stuff, and rightfully we should be excited, but we should also curb our enthusiasm a little bit. And am I reading into that that you're thinking there's not a whole Star Wars-like society over there that's uh, just waiting for us? (laughs) You're absolutely right. The NASA Public Relations Office has really poured on the Earth-like aspect of these planets. Indeed, these planets are currently estimated to be roughly the same size and mass as the Earth, but that's where the similarities end. Every other aspect of these worlds is distinctly alien and not Earth-like at all. And I'm frightened to ask, what makes them alien? (laughs) Well, these worlds are all very close together and huddled in around their host star. That means we could have worlds that are tidally locked, meaning one side of the planet always faces the sun and the other is always in the dark. It also means radiation and a lot of it coming from the star. Also, one year on many of these worlds is just a mere eight or nine days long. That means that if they have seasons, you could see spring, summer, autumn, and winter all in the space of a week. That sounds a little disconcerting. (laughs) Just a little. Got to bring a lot of different kinds of clothes with you, huh, Christopher? (laughs) (laughs) Dress for every season. (laughs) (laughs) And so it might be kind of a stretch to think they've got atmospheres. It is indeed. Just because a planet is in the habitable zone of a star does not mean it's a nice, cozy place like the Earth. Take Mars, for example, in our own solar system. It has hardly an atmosphere to speak of. But if you were a pair of droids like C-3PO and R2-D2, no problem living there, right? (laughs) It really wouldn't matter. (laughs) It's Christopher Phillips and a very fun and enlightening Stargazer this week. Thank you. You are welcome, Dave. And I'm Dave Lawrence. We'll catch you next week for another Stargazer.